0: Welcome, welcome. This is the one nine oh nine six podcast Super Bowl edition. I'm John. He has Rick. Say hi, Rick. Hi, Rick. Uh, welcome to our first annual uh, Super Bowl edition uh, podcast. Uh, hopefully, uh, this will be uh, one of, of many until we die or something like that. But uh, are,
1: are we allowed to say Super Bowl? Like I, you know, I.
0: I don't know. I think we are not an officially licensed podcast, so maybe we do have to say the big game, or else we'll get sued by uh, Mister Goodell.
1: Yeah the the big game featuring the team from L. A. and the team from Cincinnati.
0: Yeah, we, uh, that's a good, that's a good idea. We can't use any you know we can't use any of the uh, the official names. We can't mention anyone. We just got to just do vague references like Cheetos does. <laughs> exactly. Uh, Rick, how goes in the uh, the motherland? Wonderful world of Philadelphia.
1: Philadelphia today, it was fifty five degrees, and um, I just read where Doug Peterson's first hire in Jacksonville is going to be Mike Caldwell, who he played with on the Eagles. Yeah. So,
0: what position was Mike Caldwell?
1: He was a linebacker.
0: No, oh. well, you learn something new every day. Yeah, uh, that's that's exciting. I you know what I I honestly and you know, I think a lot of people have uh, shared this sentiment. I wish Dougie P the best. I think he's got a pretty good setup down there in Jacksonville. So I uh, you know I I I see good things in the future for Mister Peterson.
1: Right now, as long as he takes Jalen Rager with him, I will, we'll be good. Uh,
0: yeah, that would be a <laughs> uh, a tremendous. You know, he he'd be MVP in my book if he took Rager with him. Exactly,
1: exactly.
0: Um, should we start start off talking about uh, some, you know, some football game that's coming up uh, later this week? I think it's on Sunday. I'm not sure. Maybe it's Saturday.
1: It is on Sunday. But John, the big question is: do do you even care? Uh, I,
0: you know, I do care, and th- there's a re- there's a little bit of a reason why, actually. Um. There is a certain, uh, I'll say, coach on the team that is, went to a certain high school in a certain town just north of Danville, California. Um, Brian Callahan, the uh, the Bengals' uh, offensive coordinator, went to De La Salle. Did you know that, Rick?
1: I did not know that.
0: Yeah. He uh, he was one of the starting quarterbacks for two years, I think in like the early 2000s, where he never you know during that 151 game uh winning streak uh he is also the son of um uh Bill Callahan the the Raiders uh, Raiders former head coach
1: I as soon as you said that name I was wondering about if there was a connection there and Yeah obviously there is there is indeed Yeah so I you know I
0: I I kind of do care just you know what I care in that I would love to see um I would love to see the Bengals truly win. I think it would be an interesting story, to say the very least.
1: Right, right. Yeah. Now it'd be interesting oh, once man. they win, and uh, then they have a parade, and all six people from Cincinnati show uh, yeah, up. Yeah,
0: yeah. How's that? How's that work? There, like <laughs> Cincinnati isn't exactly in the bustling metropolis like, yeah, uh, you know, most of those
1: other cities. Yes, um, the team plane would land in Kentucky and then they would have to take the bus over to Cincinnati. <laughs> but, but I digress. Yeah. Um, so you you would like to see uh, Cincinnati win?
0: Yeah. How about yourself?
1: Um, I think it's like the lesser of two evils for me. Like, I'm not a big Cincinnati fan. I don't know why. Um, mm-hmm. So I think I'm going to go with the, the Rams. That's who you want to win. That's what I want to win. Yes. Oh, interesting. All
0: right, yeah. So you're you're thinking? I guess you're coming from an angle that uh, McVeigh learned a few things when he got schooled a couple of years ago.
1: <laughs> yes, yes, he did. I think he has. He's got the experience. Um, and yeah, if he goes zero and two, um, that'd just be sad. Yeah, and also. I would like to see Chris Collinsworth go down in flames. I, you know what? I I think
0: either way it's going to be interesting. Either he's going to have a meltdown on the air because they won or lost.
1: Right. Right. Um, uh, I, yeah. No, it should be interesting uh, to see what happens. Later, yeah. so. um He's kind of a goof anyway. So um, Yeah.
0: I, I will say out of all the announcing teams that would announce the, um, the Super Bowl between Fox – NBC, CBS. I think NBC is probably the one I would, in the end, enjoy the most. Uh, I, yeah, I couldn't get behind Fox because that would end up being Joe Buck and uh, a Dallas, uh, you know, that, that team from uh, Texas, not named the Texans, a former quarterback <laughs> from that team. and then, uh, The
1: University of Texas Longhorns.
0: Yeah, yeah, exactly. No, yeah. the Eastern Texas uh, Wombats or whatever they are.
1: <laughs> um. Yeah. No. He, uh, I find NBC to be have the least annoying uh, mm-hmm. broadcasters.
0: Yeah, and and I think CBS. Uh, Jim. Nance, this is like this would be like Jim Nance's warm up for like his Masters coverage. So everything he's got to be just. It, he get you know I like Nance but he just it just feels always a little forced. Uh, Like he's had the lines prepared for two weeks when a certain situation happens.
1: Yeah, I want to, you know, I want to come back as uh, Jim Nance, right? He lives in Pebble Beach. Yep. Yeah, no, he's, yeah. One week a year, he does the Masters. And... Or no. uh, How's this? He Does... I, I think it's he does the national championship game for uh, the oh, NCAA, yeah, NCAA, and, and then yep. like two days later, he's at the Masters doing the Masters. Like yep. that's a pretty good week, right?
0: Yep. Yeah, no, that's uh, I agree. He he uh, then he probably lays low for about like four or five months in Pebble Beach, just off of uh, the seventeen mile drive. Yes, um, and I'm sure it's a sprawling. Um, uh, compound right next to Jack Nicholas or, you know, someone else of that stature's, you know, <laughs> house. So, we will probably right have Arnold Palmers together on the beach or something. Who
1: knows? On the bench. On the beach.
0: Pebble. Oh, on the bench at the beach, yes. Uh, oh, good Good point. Not on the sand, but on the bench.
1: Well, the be- the bench is the bar at Pebble Beach.
0: Oh, oh well, there
1: there's reportedly that's where they struck the deal, like Jack Nicholas and Arnold Palmer and some other guy to uh, buy the um, Pebble Beach. So, oh, I did not know that. Yeah, so glad I could inform you. Yeah. Um, so, should we uh, move on from the Super Bowl?
0: Well, I want to know how are you going to be enjoying the Super Bowl come Sunday?
1: Uh, I. think i may just watch it solo if if i do
0: yeah yeah we're for us we'll probably just be you know basically a bowl of cereal and you know (laughs) kathy and i and that's
1: about it i have perfected the ability to go through a game and at the end of a play click the button and it forwards you know the dvr 30 seconds Oh, so I, you you, know,
0: you have it on, like, delay. Oh, I see. That's, that's yeah, good move.
1: So I can go, like, play, and the plays over click advance, and then it automatically goes 30 seconds later, and they're back on the line calling the play, there's a play, and I can just, like, zoom through the game.
0: That's so a good d-
1: way it's, like, like, speed football
0: for me. So does that mean you have to, like, start watching the game, like, 30 minutes after it actually started?
1: Uh, well, yeah. I mean, if you really want to knock it out and, like, you know, 30 minutes or 40 minutes, uh, you wait for the game to be over and then you just, you know, boom, 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 boom. Yep. So,
0: yeah, I'll I'll probably just sit back and, uh, you know, Passively watch it. I'll, yeah, I'll probably I'll be two-screening it. I'm sure I'll be looking at some other stuff on my phone and kind of going in and out. Maybe maybe folding some laundry uh, during it. Maybe you know, take
1: care of some chores. <laughs> what about? Um, are you going to watch? Are you uh, juiced for any of the commercials?
0: Um, you know, it's always a good time for uh, movie trailers to come out. Um, so I'll be looking forward to some of the trailers. I'm sure Disney uh, will unload about two or three at that point.
1: But they, they still make movies, Disney, anybody.
0: Uh, well, no, it's sort of in that you know they make Marvel Cinematic Universe movies, and that's I think pretty much about it.
1: Yeah, it seems like that's kind of a dying industry.
0: Uh, yeah, I think it's, yeah, I would agree with you, it's pretty much on life support,
1: right? Um, um.
0: All right. Should we move on to push on to the the real uh, topic of the hour, Eagle News? Eagle News. Eagle News. Um, Eagles. Should we start? What's the first headline? You want to throw out a first headline, or I can throw out a first headline? You choose. Yeah.
1: So, um, realistically, what they're doing here at WIP this week is they are having a contest as to who should be the. Uh, Eagles quarterback next year. Hmm. Jalen Hurts, Deshaun Watson, Russell Wilson, somebody in the draft. Uh, who do you think, John? Who do I think or who do I want? Who do you want and who do you think it will be? Those are not always the same thing.
0: No, 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 no. It, it, if 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 you took that, if all the barriers were equal, so, I mean, if... if Basically, if you lined everyone up and said it's Jalen, Deshaun, uh, Russell, or one of the fifteen quarterbacks that are going to go, uh, all of them being equal, the threshold to come onto the equal Eagles being equal, I would actually have to go Deshaun Watson. <laughs> I think uh, that would be, I think that would be the guy who most likely to be able to get us to. You know back to the Super Bowl and win a super Bowl
1: well, so a couple of thoughts on that okay a, um,
0: he'll be in jail <laughs>
1: yeah, i know. I see what you did there with everything being even because he probably is the best option, but yes. um, he's got twenty I'll give you twenty two reasons why he's not going to be <laughs>
0: <laughs> actually I'll give you twenty there's one more I think in there somewhere to uh, 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 when it comes to money. But,
1: yeah, I, I think you're probably right. Yeah. I heard that Miami really wanted him. Um, but they Miami's stipulation was you need to get all of these uh, 22 into a settlement and put it behind you. Right? Yeah. Um, and they could only get 18. There were four whole, whole house. Oh, my God. So that's why he stuck uh with the Texans, but they're trying to get that done during the season. Um so yeah. He's he's got some issues there. Yeah, uh,
0: yeah, I think uh I think you're right. I think it, he's probably the least likely, I would say. Right. Uh, uh
1: it, So if, who do you think it will be?
0: I think I think we're I think you're gonna just see Hurts again next year. Yeah. Um I don't think there's any quarterback in the draft who's Worthy of starting over hurts, right? I mean, you look at all like aside from like say uh, uh, Kenny Pickett, you know, everyone else like the a a couple of the quarterbacks who are kind of highly ranked are are kind of running quarterbacks or kind of I'll say mobile quarterbacks. That's kind of a a downgrade from running. Um. So, yeah, I I just yeah, I, I think. I think, I think Howie will take a quarterback somewhere in the draft, but I don't think it's going to be someone who's going to unseat
1: Hurts. Uh, yeah, well, I mean, we are a quarterback factory. And, uh, that's true. So they'll know, probably
0: take three quarterbacks in the draft and,
1: this year. And we do need some raw materials. Yeah. So um, yep. don't, don't count Howie out. Yeah. Um. I think that, uh, yeah, I think it's going to be Hurts. Not a big fan of Russell Wilson. He's a little – Same. Yep. Yeah. Yeah he's a little old and you know, we're getting him in the twilight of his career. Deshaun Watson, yeah, definitely attractive, but you know, it's got those issues. Yep. And yeah, I don't see anybody in the draft to, you know, I'm wowed about. So yeah. I think it uh, hurts.
0: Yeah. No, I, I think you're right. Um, yeah, there's, there's no one, uh, that's just kind of leaping off the, uh, uh, the, the draft board, your yeah, draft, draft board, board. Yeah, yeah. My draft board,
1: your draft board that you have on yeah. your wall,
0: yep. Yeah, that's I just have a big ink board in our bedroom, and you know, EP loves that. Just names, of, big, of, big whiteboard, yeah, big whiteboard full of uh, names of college football players, just all over our bedroom wall, exactly. exactly. Um, uh, let's see, what's uh, anything else on that front? I mean, I think, yeah, I, it's yeah, I think. You know, anything further, you know, it's, I think, it, it It actually, it's kind of funny to watch. Speaking of the quarterbacks, I mean, all the, like, the Eagles related media uh, is, like, stretching out, like, that topic as much as they can to, like, fill basically until, like, the combine. Right. Because it right. really is, like, aside from, you know, Gannon possibly leaving, I mean, it's, it's pretty, this is a pretty quiet time of the year until you get into, um, uh, free
1: agency. Which, when yeah. is, how
0: soon, it, when does
1: free agency kick in? Uh, who knows? Um, this breaking news. What's that? Um, the Jaguars are hiring Jim Bob Cooter as their new passing game coordinator.
0: Uh, I'm not sure if you're joking or not.
1: <laughs> that's, that's the scary part right now. Um, he uh he was he was with the eagles this past year so oh i i know he's on syriani staff yeah so i've never heard of the guy before but
0: so basically the guy who report you was underneath steichen essentially
1: right 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 um yeah, that's all the yeah, it this is kind of if you're an Eagles fan, this is kind of uh, a slow time.
0: Yeah. The the only the only other kind of number that really matters right now at this point is like uh cap space um which I got to give it to to uh I think this time last year the Eagles were in kind of a pinch when it came to cap space. But I I'll, I'll give it to Howie. I think he's done a pretty good job kind of giving them a you know, I think they have I think they have a fair amount of money to play with. Let's put it that way. I think there's definitely, they could land a, a few, uh, uh, good, uh, free agents. if They play their right. cards Right. And I think you brought this up last time on a, a or last or two weeks ago. Yeah. You know, I think the Eagles are like an up and coming franchise, right? They're not like, you know, down in the dump starting from scratch. They have, you know, they, they got new playoffs. They have a bunch of, you know, high picks, um, charismatic, you know, leader, quarterback leader in, uh, in hurts. Um, you know, like you said, I, oh yeah, this is what you brought up the offensive line. So if like, if you're an offensive player, you know, that's, that's enticing when you're, you know, the, the guts of your offense is elite. Um, yeah. so I think, um, I think they're actually kind of in an okay situation. I'm not too worried about it. Um, aside from just Jalen Rager being on the team.
1: Yeah, it's definitely, you know, it's definitely an attractive, um, I think, an attractive uh, free agent destination. Yeah. There's-
0: now, if we can just get the state income tax down to zero, it would be even better.
1: <laughs> Not only the state income tax, but there's uh, Philadelphia, uh, oh. Of Philadelphia.
0: Oh, um, wow. Yeah, so it's kind of like New York. Although, well, none of the New York teams play in New York, so they they play they pay Jersey taxes.
1: Right, you know. which are still not cheap, but they're no, probably cheaper no. than New York City. But
0: <laughs> yeah,
1: <laughs> but that they have all really
0: that. nice they have really nice parks in New Jersey. But I mean, God, I'd I'd take the money back and make my own park rather than all the money they spend on taxes there.
1: Yeah, yeah, exactly. Um, um, or as as the governor as the governor was heard during uh, you know when he's running for re-election, if you don't like if you don't like paying taxes, work probably not the state for you <laughs> yeah God, that is
0: like just a, a a brutal like blatant you know just honesty on his part like yeah basically saying we tax the hell out of you huh right right yeah was
1: yeah, not obviously one of his best lines
0: right now but uh you know i'm sure all the uh, news agencies just ran with it
1: uh, yeah all the all the political consultants you know, yeah use that so I don't know about you, John, but we have, uh, speaking of that, I don't want to digress too much, but a lot of political ads going on here. We have a Senate uh, primary coming up in May.
0: Oh, you're you're getting hammered uh, with the Dr. Oz stuff, aren't you? Yes. Oh, my quack, 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 quack.
1: Those uh, Dr. Oz. Dr. Oz, there's this guy McCormick, Sands. I mean, there's a whole roster of uh, people. So. I think
0: I would vote Jimmy G into you know into Congress before uh, Doctor Oz. I mean that dude's that dude's nuts. I did mean, not even well, you know he, here
1: any, he He had he, any ties to Philadelphia or Pennsylvania? So. Yeah, he
0: probably bought a house there a year and a half ago because he found like a yeah, you know, it's like his best bet,
1: right? Right. He probably has like a place in the Poconos, right across the line from New York, or yeah, something.
0: Yeah, yeah. He pulled a Hillary Clinton, basically, <laughs> he moved into the state like a year before. Exactly. I'm like, oh, I'm going
1: to run, and if he doesn't win, he'll just move to another state. Yeah, uh, for yeah. He tried there. Yeah, exactly.
0: Um, should we move on to seven questions? Seven questions. Let's hit it, John. All right. Uh, this week, for seven questions. I, John, am asking Rick uh, seven questions. Question one. Best non Eagles Super Bowl you have ever seen.
1: Oh. Uh, I would have to say the one where the lights went out. Was that uh both the horballs?
0: Oh yes it was. Yeah. I think no, that I? yeah, that was the Niners uh uh Niners it, what, in Baltimore. Yeah, Niners in Baltimore. Yep. Yeah. Oh, yeah. good one.
1: That was uh that was just memorable because it was like I want to say it's like a 45 minute delay, right? Yeah. Yep. So, I mean, that, besides the Eagles one, right? That's a gift. Sure. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Um, question two of seven questions. If you could rename the commanders, what would you rename them?
1: <laughs> I like the one, uh, I like the Warhogs. right? Mm. Mm-hmm. Like kind of a nod to the, uh, you know, the Hogs, the old linemen. Yeah. Right? Yeah, it's kind of a very footballish nature. I don't think there's any really war hogs, and maybe war would be offensive to people, but um, yeah, that'd be kind of a cool name.
0: Yeah, that'd be fun.
1: You could have fun with the logo, that's for sure. Oh, yeah, 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 especially, yeah, for an animal that really doesn't exist, yeah, so.
0: Uh, question three of our seven questions to you, Rick. A uh, greatest non-Eagles Philly sports moment. I have a guess of what you're going to say, but what is your greatest non-Eagles Philly sports moment?
1: Uh, I would have to say, uh, the 1980 uh, World Series championship.
0: Oh, interesting. Okay, all right.
1: And to I was which, wrong. To which uh, there was a uh, our mother. There's going to be a parade, not the next day, but like the day after. And I really wanted to go to the parade. And our mother said, no, you have to go to school. There will be other parades. And then the Phillies didn't win a title for 28 years. <laughs> <laughs> That's pretty mean. I didn't yeah. know she did that. Yes. Yes. Well, you were only six years old. I yes. was 11 in my prime of my baseball
0: yeah that's funny that's that's a that is yeah early like just before teens is like a good like baseball uh you know time when you'd really enjoy baseball I had the kind of the same thing too going for one yeah
1: especially when you know you didn't have you know seventeen different sports uh channels
0: right. yeah yeah exactly yep uh i was gonna guess you were gonna say the eighty five uh uh eighty five uh, villanova championship was so, uh-huh.
1: i guess well, you know, th- there's the 85 Villanova championship, the 16 championship, the 18, you know, it's kind of right. got water- watered down. The day yeah, that. It's, not yeah, a, yeah no, right. it's not as exciting anymore. They're just
0: too good. <laughs> right. Exactly. Um, question four of the seven questions. Uh, if you were to walk into a Wawa right now and you had to buy something, what would you buy?
1: Uh, I would uh, buy a cheesesteak or a hoagie. Hmm.
0: Any particular, uh, what, what would you get on uh, said hoagie? What's uh, what's your?
1: Uh, I'm kind of like Italian, mm-hmm. um, you know, uh, meat,
0: mm-hmm. no
1: onions. Oh, no, no onions. No funny stuff. No right? funny stuff. Maybe a little lettuce. Tomatoes, yep. yes. Cheese, yes. Meat, yes. Um, But, you know, the rule is, you know, it's all about the roll.
0: Yeah, the role um, is key. Yep,
1: um, I do find it funny though when you do, you know, you go to Wawa and they have the screens that you order on, and then at the very end they say, "You know, I always order a hoagie or a cheesesteak," and at the very end they're like, "Would you like soup with this?"
0: <laughs>
1: what? <laughs> it's like you know, some uh, like one of the default you know cross sell things that they yeah. try to do. But I'm like, there's no way, no, no way, I would ever have. Soup with a hoagie or a cheesesteak. <laughs> <laughs> or
0: not to mention get in my car and drive and try to eat soup.
1: Well, I know somebody in the family who would try to do that.
0: I was going to say, would, would Dad? Uh, how does Dad uh, interface with the with those uh, order uh, consoles? I would uh-huh. bet he would have a hell of a time with those.
1: <laughs> I have not seen him, but next time he, you know, he used to. Get uh, get these little bowls at Wawa. So he's definitely used them. I just haven't seen uh, him use that, But I'll have to take a video of that. The the Shake Shack ones. I know mom and dad both struggled with those. So
0: yeah, the, those are. Uh, I've I've dealt with those too, and uh,
1: they're not uh, they're not really well done. i say that's actually the picture on our, yeah on your yeah your uh, am I calling that yeah
0: Miles? It's just a blanket. Oh my god. Miles, the blind dog, just ran into the... God, you're a mess, dog. All right, um, question five of our uh, seven questions. Uh, But I I will say real quick, there is a bonus question, so we're actually going to go into eight questions today. But question five... Awesome, we're going to go for
1: the two-point conversion.
0: Yeah, exactly. When we moved to California in 1985, what were the three things you missed the most about Philadelphia?
1: Uh... I have a really good story for number three. <laughs> um, but A, obviously, it probably just comes to mind because it uh, we are just talking about cheesesteaks, mm-hmm. right? Yep. I don't think you can get a good cheesesteak outside of the 30-mile you know, radius, radius of Philadelphia.
0: Yeah, and definitely not in California in 1985. No way in hell.
1: Right, right. Let alone right. now. We, we did find a place that was in Walnut Creek that it was like Philly cheese table. It was actually pretty good, but um, yeah. Um, I think also just being able to watch the sports, right? Back then you didn't have the, you know, dish or yep. you didn't have, you know, 17 different sports networks to watch the team. You basically had to watch whatever um, was on. Right. Yep. And I could watch like the Sixers play when the Warriors played them, you know, once at home and once away, right? Mm -hmm. You only watch Mm -hmm. them two times, or or if they're on a national broadcast. Yep. The third is actually this was, I knew I was definitely against moving to California.
0: (laughs) Yes, that is a case for the for the record about that. Yeah. Going on the record, 30. you were the minority. You were the minority for, uh, yes. unfortunately, in, in that regard. But
1: yes, yeah. That,
0: although that. I would say Jim was probably against it too because he's like, "God, I just shed you guys, and you guys are following me out here," but,
1: which is kind of ironic because my uh, attitude towards it was like, "I thought we were getting rid of you, <laughs> the Jim." Uh, yeah. But, so, um, so this is when I knew I was in enemy territory. Right. Big mm-hmm. Rocky fan, right? And so one day, it was within the first like six months, maybe it was during the summer, when I went down to uh, the high school and I was screwing around, you know, down there, like in the park and on the football field. And there was a guy jogging around the track. Do you have any idea who was jogging around the track?
0: Was it Dad? No. Oh.
1: It was Apollo Creed. No, no, really, <laughs> Carl. I didn't Weathers, know this. Carl Weathers lived in Alamo, and uh, I guess
0: yeah. I guess maybe I remember that. Oh, but that's hysterical.
1: But and I came home and I was like, "This We have to move out of this place." <laughs> <laughs> Apollo Creed lives here. Yeah, run. <laughs> I was like, "Oh, I know. Oh my God. I I knew this. We should have moved here. I'm like, we can't live." Closer to Apollo Creed than Rocky.
0: For all you younger folks out there who eventually listen to this, like that? that's like that's like moving, and Darth Vader is jogging <laughs> in your neighborhood.
1: Well, I don't think it helps the the younger folk when you replace a '70s uh, icon with another '70s icon.
0: Oh, good. yeah, good point. <laughs> uh, all right, Thanos. Thanos is uh, uh, you know jogging in your neighborhood. That's that's basically the the modern day equivalent,
1: all right? All
0: right. So, yeah. That uh, that's worked. a good one. I'd never heard that before. You
1: never heard of that story?
0: No. My yeah. next guest was like Jose Canseco, but I, he wasn't around just yet. No,
1: he, he yeah, he wasn't working on it. He just shot voids. Uh, yeah. He did it, you know, that's the training. He didn't do any cardio.
0: Yeah, him and Mark would just inject the hell out of each other. Right. Mark McGuire, that is, for those who don't know. Yes. Both, um,
1: both Dan, uh, Danville Alamo residents yeah, at the time. Yeah.
0: I, I'm pretty sure, like Dave Henderson was. I think that whole entire like uh, A's team was just juiced beyond belief, except for Carney Lansford. He was just like the the bone the bony third baseman. He was that was about it.
1: I heard today that, that they're not uh, this coming year in baseball. They're not going to test for steroids. What really? Yeah, yeah. Wow. So, oh my god. Get, get, Get ready for some new home run records.
0: I, I was going to say they're really struggling for uh, for subscribers to MLB.com or their their right. ratings are down, or you're like you,
1: you every, every every ballpark is moving their fences back another fifty feet.
0: That's like the uh, the NFL equivalent of like, hey, you can bet legally now on the NFL.
1: <laughs> right, 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 right. It's going to be like this happening. Brought to you by XYZ Steroids. Yeah, you'll feel stronger.
0: No, it's yeah, th- yeah. This uh, the seventh inning stretch is brought to you by oh shit. What was the name of that laboratory? That steroid laboratory in in uh, in the Bay Area. Um, God, Barry Bonds' house. Yeah, what was it called? Oh, Balco. That's what it is. Balco. <laughs> yeah, seventh inning this, stretch brought to you by Balco. Come get that, juiced.
1: <laughs> that that home run that ended up in the parking lot. Brought to you by Balco.
0: Yeah. Oh, that's funny. Um, Shameless, but funny nonetheless. Uh, All right. Moving on to um, uh, question six of our seven questions, which actually today will be eight, but uh, we'll get back to question six. If you could take Ted and Jack back in time to any sporting event, basically get in the DeLorean, go (laughs) see whomever, what sporting event would you take them to to kind of share...
1: Uh, that you'd want to share with them, uh, it would probably be the 85 uh, uh, national championship at Villanova. Good like, ones, the, the Phillies was cool, uh, but the 85 was uh, championship was like out of nowhere, right? Yeah, like yep. they did, they almost didn't make the tournament, yeah, because
0: they were what ranked eighth or something like seventh or eighth, I forget yeah.
1: what it was, yeah, yeah, and that was the first year that they expanded to 64 teams. So if it was the year before,
0: Before they wouldn't have made it. They wouldn't have made
1: it. Yep. uh, Yeah, no, that's uh, what I would take them to.
0: Got it. Good one. Good pick. Good pick. Yeah. All right. Question seven of, well, eight questions this week, but uh, question seven, if Philadelphia disappeared tomorrow, just vanished, like there's just nothing there. What city and its respective teams, would you become a fan of?
1: Oh, well, first, so it would have, entire... have to be the the entire. I'd have to figure out a place to live first.
0: Right? Yes, you would. Yeah, you would be floating
1: over water right now if that were to happen. If I were to have to do that, I would. And this is this is, this is a very conflicting. I <laughs> would probably root for the San Francisco area teams, right? The Giants, the A's. The Niners, the Warriors, right? The, um, the
0: Santa Clara Niners,
1: the Santa Clara Niners, the South Bay Niners,
0: South Bay Niners,
1: yeah. Um, and I would live, I would say Dallas. Oh, interesting! Like, but I couldn't root for those teams. Yeah, so. no, of course not. You would sure. never do such a such a thing, right. right? In fact, one of the one of the most recent times I was in Dallas. I was driving in this neighborhood, and there was a guy who <laughs> had a flagpole in his front yard, and on the top flag, he had a uh, Washington Redskins flag. <laughs> Which I whoa,
0: was, whoa, really? Okay. I thought it
1: was hilarious. Oh wow! Yeah,
0: he's trying to say something. I think right,
1: right, yeah. right. That's funny. Anyhow, question number eight.
0: Question number eight of the seven questions, which is eight questions. And this is just kind of something I I thought of uh, just before we hopped on. I was just curious. Do you remember what you were eating uh, or what you had to eat uh, the day the Eagles won the Super Bowl uh, a few years back?
1: No, I do not.
0: It's funny you should respond with that, too. I don't remember either. I don't remember eating that
1: day. I do remember... And I want to, uh, I want to say it was for a Super Bowl. I'm not sure that you and a bunch of friends came over to the house. So I think this was college days or maybe right after college. And you told mom that you wanted chicken wings, and <laughs> mom got chicken wings and then like put them on a silver platter. And you were like, "Oh my! God. Oh really, <laughs> like, mom? What are you doing? Like we're yeah. supposed to eat these out of like."
0: Paper like bag. cardboard, yeah, paper bag yeah, or card- something like card-
1: that. Yeah. Cardboard or something, yeah. 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 Anyhow, mom trying, trying to go, like go for I presentation as it relates points. Relates to food and Super Bowls and us,
0: uh, yeah. I don't remember.
1: Do you remember what you
0: when, uh, when the I don't, yeah, I don't remember eating that day at all to be honest. Um,
1: <laughs> I was too nervous.
0: I think I actually was too nervous too. I will say the only meal I remember at this point on a Super Bowl Sunday was the last time the Niners were in the Super Bowl a couple of years ago. The first time in a long time, I'd gotten a big bucket of chicken from KFC. That so was just, for whatever reason, was craving KFC. And uh, went to uh, like a bunch of coworkers' Super Bowl party. And they thought
1: I was like nuts that I was just eating a, a you know, they'd never seen such a thing. Well, you you really got to order some volume in order to get a bucket.
0: Uh, yeah, it was definitely, I gave uh, a, few wing, a few of the, you know, things away but yeah was, uh, I was I ate a fair amount right? right. I kind of shed the notion of, of shame and that kind of thing on that day and just like you know what I'm just going to eat whatever I feel like
1: today so um, you know I met Colonel Sanders once at the Fishers oh really yes and he would say he said a lot of curse words and some would say he had a foul mouth
0: Oh, didn't sh- wow did you just come up with that?
1: uh no I, that's really one that I've used uh, obviously you haven't yeah, no I've heard that one I'm, before.
0: I'm yeah. sure the boys love that one too and they've heard it a couple times.
1: <laughs> I told that to someone here recently and they laughed hysterically
0: so. <laughs> really oh my god Yeah. yeah. <laughs> did they yeah. need something else from you why would they why would they laugh at that
1: that was I thought it was pretty funny. <laughs> My other one at work is—I think I told you this—we uh, we put the AI in complaint. Oh yes, oh yeah, good. One. Yeah. That is a good yeah. one. Yeah, yeah. Everyone at work loves that one. Yeah. Uh. Anyhow, I definitely...
0: all right. That's it for this week's seven questions, uh, brought to you by Balco, uh, Bay Area Laboratory Co-op, where if you need to get juiced, get juiced. Um, that's a joke, folks. This is yes. not really sponsored by Balco. Uh, all right, I, I I threw in the format today, so, you know, Sixers, you, do we want to, like, we always kind of, it's it's slipping, you know, it's definitely uh, NBA basketball season now more than ever. Um thought it would yeah, be a you, good time you know to kinda... a thing
1: or two, you know a thing or two about the NBA, don't you?
0: Uh, I do know a few
1: things here and there. Um, I yes. know it exists,
0: yeah, that's for sure.
1: So, yes, the Sixers are in fifth place, but... They are two-and-a-half games out, and they lost to the Phoenix Suns last night, and the Phoenix Suns have the best record by far. Oh. Uh, they are 44-10, but they played them close, if not for an NBA turnover late. Yep. Um, that would have been, you know, even closer. Um, so, but the big story with the Sixers is the trade deadline. is tomorrow. Yep.
0: The, Yeah, the looming trade deadline, as they say in the world of ESPN and Fox Sports News and all that Jimmy Jazz.
1: Right, right. So, uh, the big talk is James Harden uh, possibly coming to the Sixers. Now, he has an expiring contract this year. Um, and... Um, you know, they're, they're, the Nets are saying that they want Simmons, which I think just about everyone in Philadelphia would put Simmons in the car. Yeah, I say done. Of I themselves. say done.
0: You got it. <laughs> I'll, I'll pay for the shipping. <laughs>
1: right. Right. Exactly. I'll drive them myself. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, but the, it's rumored to. That the Nets want Tyrese Maxey and also Thibault. I just couldn't do it. I can maybe do Thibault, but not definitely not Maxey.
0: Yeah, not Maxey. Yeah, Thibault would be a tough pry for me. But if it's the difference between getting someone and getting nothing, I I would. uh, I'd. I'd say we can. Yeah, we can part.
1: What's, uh, let's back up. Do you think James Harden is, a, you know, first a good fit?
0: Um, yeah, I, I think uh, he knows how to shoot. And you look at, uh, you know, Mr. Simmons and you look at Seibel, uh, they're not exactly uh, offensive-generating uh, talent. Right, right. Um, so, you know, it, I, it, I think it would be a good fit. My concern is how long would he stick around in Philadelphia? Would this just turn into a uh, uh, what's its face yeah, version two? Uh, who left and went to Miami, and I just completely. Uh, Jimmy Butler. It. Yeah, you know Jimmy Butler. Yeah. You know version two. That's the part I'm afraid of.
1: Right. Um, right. It it is interesting. I, I you know I've heard different perspectives on this. One says you know he's malcontent, you know, he's not a good player, you know, he's on the downside of his career. And then I've heard, oh, you know, he's gone to Brooklyn and, you know, Kyrie's only playing away games, you know, Durant is hurt, And it's like, you know, this is not what I signed up for. Right. You know, we're supposed to be like the big three and, you know, he's still, um, you know, out there playing and, and, you know, dealing with all the other, you know, BS that's going on. So, um, yeah, I mean, if he were to come here, he would have to, you know, be like, okay, this is Embiid's team, right? Yep. And I have to be, you know, complimentary. And yep. that would be, um, you know, with an E when I say complimentary as opposed to an I. Um, so yeah. Um, but yeah, I mean, we definitely need, you know, shooting from the outside, um, and we need scoring. So, yep. Um,
0: I would say, I mean, he's what, 32 and he doesn't have a, he's never really kind of, I'll say been injury prone, right? He's never had a C, you know, multiple seasons where he's, you know, in fact, I don't think he's really had any seasons where he's like been out for, you know, a chunk of time, you know, whether it's a, a torn Achilles or, you know, some kind of. Shoulder knee ankle you know whatever he's never really had that so I mean he's not even though he's thirty two he's not damaged goods um, and you know shooters like that who just hang out on the perimeter tend to uh, you know last a little longer than than uh, you know most other positions of the NBA it's not like he's you know in the lower block you know taking elbows right right um, so I, you know the whole thirty the, the whole I, I, if if he stays in Philadelphia uh, I'm in, because um, I think he could get two to three years out of him.
1: Yeah. I mean, he's he's due for a, I think I saw either a four- or five-year Supermax contract yep. that would pay him basically like $50 million a year for like yep. four or five years. So, yep. you know, that that is, you know, it might be good for a year or two, but, you know, year four or five.
0: <laughs> yeah. It can Nobody's be hard to gonna, unload. Yeah, no one's gonna touch that.
1: He's gonna be like thirty six, right? And yep. um you're not gonna be able to deal that. You're just gonna have to eat it. Right. So
0: the but, interesting part is he's never really played with someone like Embiid. You kinda go up and down, you know, his the, the roster of guys he's dealt with. He's always been surrounded by like a bunch of other shooters. Right. Um right. so I mean that's kind of the The interesting part is, is you know, he does. Let's pretend for a second, you know, Maxi stays, and they send Thibault, and I think I think that's a pretty complimentary lineup to his skill set, right? Um, so, I you know, I don't think it's gonna, I don't think it's gonna happen. But to be honest, but
1: yeah, be nice. It'd be nice if it happened. James Harden has made two hundred and sixty-eight million dollars. Yeah. It's a lot of money.
0: Yeah, he uh yeah, he's 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 been what
1: how many seasons now has he been? Uh, he came in in two thousand nine. So yeah. twelve seasons.
0: Yeah. So he's yeah, he's he's clocking it big time.
1: He's he's due to make forty seven million dollars next year. It's crazy. <laughs> crazy. Uh yeah, so that's uh that's the Sixers. But yeah, I think they you know at this point I think the Sixers just gotta load. Simmons and just move on, Yeah. right? So there's no uh, way he's going back. Yeah,
0: no. I, I mean, that's a, that's a problem, right? And, and I uh, I think that maybe the strategy of of the Nets they know that the the Sixers are desperate, so they're probably hanging on to the last moment and seeing what what else is out there. But you know, I I just don't think it's going to happen. Unfortunately.
1: Well, I I I really want him to be in our division so that he's got to come to Philadelphia and play, you know, two or three times a year. <laughs> he is going to get crushed by the fans.
0: Oh, I know. I know. That would be, <laughs> awesome. be that was would...
1: willing to go to that just to see. If
0: I, I know it there. would be, uh, it would be amazing.
1: <laughs> I mean, whenever he plays, I mean, he's going to have to play in Philadelphia again, unless he, or he oh, just, could just be like, you know, I'm just, I, you know, load management. Right. Uh, and, Duck those games. W- yeah,
0: <laughs> yeah. I think you'd see uh, people start bringing batteries to the uh, to the <laughs> to the those batteries. batteries Yeah, batteries. Chuck Didn't Chuck batteries. Yeah, Chuck batteries at no, uh, Simmons.
1: The batteries? They'd be bringing bricks.
0: <laughs> oh wow. Okay. <laughs> so we're going full. Uh, you know, visits to Home Depot and uh, oh. getting pallets of bricks. Huh? Right,
1: right. Bricks, oh. if not cinder blocks.
0: I think that's... Doesn't Antifa do that? They put out, like, pallets of bricks, like, in areas <laughs> where they want people to riot?
1: Exactly. Exactly. That's a new thing that they're going to start looking for Yeah. Uh, when Simmons plays on the <laughs> his new team.
0: Randomly placed pallets of bricks, bricks. Around, <laughs> around the arena. Uh,
1: we're checking... You know, when they come through the doors, we're checking for guns and bricks.
0: Uh, it's a it's a brilliant idea. The key to that, though, is you got to put about like ten cases of like Miller Lite out there, get everyone kind of sauced, yeah. and then just hand them a brick, and it's it's over.
1: Right, right. It's over. Right. Yeah. No. No. Uh, noon tip offs. Make sure they're eight p.m. So yeah, be, be <laughs> yeah. all day long.
0: Yeah, but, we want to get them. Uh, yeah, well, uh, liquored up. Well, yeah.
1: Yeah. So that is uh, the Sixers. You know they. Uh, two and a half out. They can improve their position, yeah. um, but hopefully you know they get some, some you know some additional support for Embiid yeah. because he's definitely having an MVP type season, and you just can't keep on saying oh we'll get him next year, we'll, you know we'll continue. Yeah, your around. time's like,
0: running out. Yeah,
1: right, right. And B not going to be around here, you know, forever. So
0: nope. Um, you know, one thing actually, you know, going back to Maxi, which, uh, you know, I think everyone agrees he's pretty much a stud and it, for a while there, any pick beyond like, I'll say pick 15 in the draft, I just kind of instantly lost interest. Um, because usually they're just mostly scrubs. I will say after he got picked at what, uh, 20th, 20, 24, yeah, he was like low 20s or something like that. Uh, it renewed uh, hope that you can find good players like late in the draft for me. Right, right. Um, I just had kind of fallen into that notion that like all your you know anyone beyond like fifteen is just like you know bench fodder.
1: So anyway, yeah, it yeah. I hear what you're saying, but I mean, still, also, you know, as we've seen, you can draft Simmons number one. You can draft.
0: yeah, uh, yeah. Was that guy from
1: Washington who was oh uh
0: not Evan Turner but um the no. yeah I know who you're talking about who went to Orlando I right. I, I can see his face clear as day but I can't right. believe his name which right. tells you something who was the yeah. first pick overall that year
1: yeah yeah he was a total flame out and a head um, case um yeah and and was... injured too <laughs> right right. The, the triple, the triple yeah. whammy. Uh, it was funny. I heard that Calipari was on the radio uh, this past week, and Calipari was like, "See, I told you guys. I told you, you know, that he was good, that Maxi's going to be really good because you know he went to Kentucky and everything." Yep. And they asked them, "Well, why? Uh, you know, do you think he's going to get traded?" And I guess Calipari said, "Well, I talked to Tyrese, and Tyrese told me that management telling tell- told him." He's not going to be part of any package. He's staying here regardless. Good. <laughs> and then Calipari says, "Oh, maybe I shouldn't have told you guys." Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh,
0: good old like, Calipari. Yeah,
1: classic Calipari.
0: Markel Fultz, by the way.
1: Markel Fultz, exactly.
0: Yeah. Exactly. Uh, yeah, uh, I'm happy to hear that. That's that's yeah. that's good news in, right. in my uh, my world. Right. He's Keeping a but, your... budding star, definitely. Yeah. Uh, and you know, the, gosh. Oh, you know who's a teammate?s By the way, with Markel Fultz, uh, Michael Carter Williams. <laughs> Speaking yeah. of another early draft, uh, uh, I won't say bust, but you know, um, he
1: was he was part of. Yeah, he came in. He had like a season or two. Is rookie of the year, and then right after the trading deadline, th- this is like the total tankathon move, or right yes, like, at yep. the trading deadline, uh, like Hickey, like. Traded all the players Yeah, just, for unloaded. yeah. <laughs> just unloaded everything, and then brought in guys that were like, uh, you know, he was so far under the cap. If you're a certain amount underneath the cap, you get money back. <laughs> yeah, yeah, they had. You have to distribute the money to the rest of the team. Yeah, um, and so they had to do that. <laughs> That's but awesome. he was basically like, "I'm locking in the rest of the, uh, you know, us being getting the first pick at yeah. the deadline,
0: <laughs> <laughs> which went to Jaleel Cole for, you know, a few years later, unfortunately." Right?
1: Yeah, exactly. Yeah. He was told bust.
0: Yeah, I mean that was just a gnarly draft, too, right? I mean, I don't think anyone kind of really took out, took off out of that draft, right? Right. Um, hold
1: on, I will say, say, I will say that I did tell Sam Hinkie. About Joel Embiid's, um, uh, but he doesn't drink.
0: Oh, oh, that's, yeah, you mentioned that because, yeah, uh, Caroline was, knew, yeah, knew about yeah, Caroline, that.
1: He, and Caroline knew him and, or, yeah, Caroline knew him. And then I was in Sam Hankey's new membership class at church. <laughs> yeah, that's funny. <laughs> and he, he was, he was actually a really nice guy, right? He, uh, they're like, you know, let's go around the table and introduce ourselves. And he's like, hi, my name's Sam. You know, I live in Haverford and I work in uh, South Philly. <laughs> <laughs> right. I love it. That's fantastic. <laughs> and I like looked at him and I was like, I think be- Sam Sam <laughs> like, Yeah, He's trying to totally nonchalant play it off.
0: Yeah. Okay. Yeah, they're basically the uh, only uh, all pro guys. Uh, all NBA guys from that draft were Towns, uh, Porzingis, and Booker. Right, but a, it was a pretty thin draft overall. So not a good but, year to have a uh, the third overall pick.
1: That's for sure. There, there was a proposed trade um, of Simmons for Devin Booker early on, and everyone here said no. We're not trading Ben Simmons. Yeah. My how things have changed.
0: Yeah, well, uh, yeah. Uh, I it, it's an interesting proposition, but you know, on you know, it's tempting. But I think he just means too much to the city at this point to do that. I think he would get a revolt.
1: Right.
0: Exactly. We'll cool. um, should we push on to some notes around the NFL as we kinda go into uh, the big game weekend? Yes, sir. Alright. Uh so the Flores lawsuit that's exciting. Um I'm sure Roger Goodell was uh happy to receive uh that little notice uh last week. Um yeah. That I I honestly don't know what they're going to do about it to be honest. Uh I said honest twice. Um I think actually yeah. I I he, so I did a little exercise. You know, Rick I'm all about data. Right? So I kind of went through and like looked at like all right, does the NFL have a have a uh, uh, you know not enough minority representation in its ranks you know problem? I'm not going to you know make the call on that. I don't think that's for me to make that call, but I went through uh, so in the NFL they have right now as it stands, uh, four uh, minority head coaches, uh, actually seven uh, minority uh, general managers which was more than I kind of initially thought. Which, on a side note, I didn't realize that the, the, head, uh, the GM for the Miami Dolphins, who released Flores, uh, is a minority. I did, I did not realize. Uh, I just instantly thought in my head he was a white dude. Right, right. Uh, and then I also, you know, just, just out of curiosity, I took a look at, typically it's the VP of personnel who reports into the, the GM, so the next step down. Uh, Just to see, you know, what the racial breakdown. And then uh, nine uh, of the 32 teams uh, is a black fella, um, which I thought was interesting. So, you know, um, just an interesting data point. You know, it's maybe that's a good sign for the NFL that you're going to start seeing more, uh, you know, diversity in the GM position as, you know, those guys get uh, promoted up. But, yeah, I just... I don't know where this is all is going to shake out. I think it's, you know, it's going to be up to lawyers, which you know, always kind of bend the truth. So,
1: yeah, it, you know, it definitely, you know, in retrospect, definitely makes sense. I think this whole Rooney rule, right? Yeah, I think it. I think they really had good intentions with it, mm-hmm. uh, but I think what people are doing is exactly what you know Flores says yep. is happening. Right? People are just bring one guy in to you know check the box and then you know move on. Uh, yeah, which
0: I, I think uh, uh, Mike Florio even said this on uh, his show this past or last week that um, the GM from that team in Texas, that's not the Texans,' fully admitted to having just a phone conversation with uh, you know, a, a black candidate just to kind of check that box years ago and moved on to hiring someone else. And that's why they instituted the rule uh, for the Rooney rule after it was initiated uh, that you had to have a face-to-face conversation. (laughs) So, so I was like, wow, that's a pretty interesting, uh, you know, story that that's, you know, um, that's how that, that kind of rule came up, you know, how they kind of further add more added more kind of, you know, requirements uh, for the Rooney rule. So,
1: right. Yeah, it's yeah. it's yeah, it's definitely a troublesome, you know. Yep. Thing, I you know, I get what they're trying to do, um, mm-hmm. but they got to find a better way.
0: Right? Yeah. For any any folks interested, whoever you know, get this far into this week's show, uh, there is a economist actually from uh, from Boston University, uh, which is where I went to school, um, by the name of Glenn Lowry, uh, and he has some. Terrific uh, books on the notion of affirmative action. Um, so, for all those folks out there, uh, go read some Glenn Lowry. Uh, he's a pretty. He went to MIT. Uh, he taught at Harvard and taught at BU. Um, so, and uh, he's an interesting guy. Interesting guy. So, uh, and I kind of I think his his theories on affirmative action, like you said, Rick. I think the, the intent is good, but the actual. Uh, uh, application and reality uh, is does more harm than good. So.
1: Right, right. Uh,
0: so, uh, item number two: uh, this guy named Tom retired uh, from the NFL.
1: <laughs> I was
0: wondering, you know, what what's what are the ripple effects going to be for uh, uh, with Tom Brady uh, retiring? Um, and honestly, I you know <laughs> nothing really leaped out at me. How about how about you, Rick? Anything? that you could see kind of, you know, coming out of Mr. Brady, uh, leaving the ranks with the players?
1: Um, you know, uh, uh, yeah, I don't know what Tampa Bay's going to do for a quarterback. Yeah. Right?
0: Uh, Jameis Winston, I think, is available, isn't
1: he? <laughs> yeah, I think he's just available to about anybody. Um, uh-huh. The, uh, yeah, I mean, it, a lot of his records are going to stand for yep. a very long time just because of yep. like, in his career. But I think, you know, his whole, you know, as you look back on it, you know, he goes to Tampa Bay, he wins a championship, and then, you know, I think that, I think he wanted to prove either to himself or to everybody that, hey, I can win a championship without um, Bill Belichick, right? Yep. Yep. So, um, but yeah, the ripple effect throughout the league, um, yeah, I don't think it's... um, I think a lot of people are going to try and aspire to be like him, but I think, yeah. you know, he's definitely, you know, one of the best, if not yeah. the best.
0: I'm happy to see him get out now. Cause it gives the opportunity for guys like, just like Joe Burrow and, uh, to really kind of get some of that limelight. Um, even though it doesn't seem like Joe Burrow is a big limelight guy, although, although what he dress up, what he dresses in as he kind of makes his way into the, uh, uh stadium would say to the contrary, but, um, uh, yeah, I, I think that's going to be one, I think, small effect is, you know, there's, you know, uh, the Brady rules are gone, you know, and, and the, the the media sweetheart is now kind of riding off in the sunset, and you know, the media needs to kind of find someone else to talk about, which is right. kind of nice.
1: Right. Um, Not to go backwards, but that whole Lowry... Uh or Flores' um, issue, you know how that all started, was Belichick. Oh,
0: yes, yeah, I know, I know, I know, yeah. <laughs> he,
1: he is always... Oh, God, yeah. Controversy follows him no matter what he does, it seems yeah. like. Yeah, I Who
0: was I talking to? I don't think it was you, but someone else posited the theory that Belichick actually did that on purpose. I, yeah, I... Uh, Entirely possible. That yep. guy. Uh, that guy I, is. <laughs> yeah, I'm totally convinced he is. Play, he that is a case where I think he's one guy who is playing like 3D chess, or, <laughs> or you know, around right. everyone else. Right. Right. How he how he thinks he is, I think Belichick really is.
1: Yeah, he's playing. Yeah, he's playing chess, and everyone else is playing checkers. Yep. yep. Yeah. So. Um. Anyhow. Sorry.
0: Uh. The commanders. Um. The, the, uh, yeah, I think we kind of already talked about this uh, in, a, in our earlier, so no need to kind of rehash this. Uh, not a great name. Safe, but not a great name. Right. Um, next one. So did you watch the Pro Bowl? That's what I wanted to know, Rick. Did you watch the Pro Bowl?
1: I did not. Oh, I did not. not. Somehow oh, I missed it.
0: Okay. Here. Okay, this is a better question then. Do you know anyone that watched the Pro Bowl?
1: Uh, no. I do know that Alvin Kamara got arrested.
0: (laughs) That's the only... Okay, yeah, so, all right. That's the only thing I knew that came out of the Pro Bowl.
1: Uh, Alvin Kamara led the NFC in rushing and arrests. Yeah. (laughs) What a mess. Yeah,
0: yeah. And then uh, the last one is, so they announced the list of all the uh, players that will be invited to the Combine. Um, I included... uh, you know, the rundown I sent Rick each time is uh, all the quarterbacks that are going to be there. And, you know, interesting kind of slate. The one thing I did notice is, uh, of all the folks that are going, there are no Pac-12 quarterbacks. Oh. Which I thought was odd. Um,
1: yeah, that is interesting.
0: Yeah. You know, usually you get, like, uh, two in there or something like that. But, you know, no Pac-12 quarterbacks. Yeah. Um
1: Yeah, yeah, kind of a weird year uh, for uh, quarterbacks, for quarterbacks in the Pac-12, and and also for the whole, uh, uh, which we call I think in the uh, Pac-12, a lot of uh, underclassmen quarterbacks appear for one reason or another. I think Arizona, I think my Arizona Wildcats, I think they went through like five or six at one point they had. they had like a wide receiver playing quarterback because they're literally running out of quarterbacks. Oh, that's rough. So, um, yeah. So, um, but yeah, no, yeah. Now now that I think about it and kind of my just little interest in the, um, which one I think also what we're seeing too, is this whole portal transfer thing in college is wreaking havoc. Yeah. Yeah. So, um, you know guys have options as opposed to you know declaring
0: yeah because you definitely have a mishmash in the list of quarterbacks of of schools in there um, ranging from you know kent state like what to brown <laughs> to uh you know um what's another good one southeastern louisiana now, it's, it's, you know, you don't have a, your traditional powerhouses kind of showing up in the list. There's no, um, you know, obviously there's no uh, Oregon, there's no Alabama, there's no um, uh, LSU, there's no, um, you know, Oklahoma. Um, so I think, yeah, to your point, I think it has kind of, that portal has kind of, cause I, I I'm willing to bet, I don't know how you would track this. Uh, most of your portal transfers are probably quarterbacks. I bet.
1: Right. So. Right. Right. And you know now, let's say you're you know three years at a uh, at a school, like you can transfer, go someplace, have your pick of wherever you go, uh, you know, for your fourth year, yeah. um, and no penalty. You can walk right in and start. So. Yeah. Uh, I think, you know, it definitely gives the athletes some more options than, oh, geez, uh, it's either stay here or go to the draft. Right. Uh,
0: All right, Uh, should we uh, jump into, I think it's your turn for unrelated topic of the week. Unrelated topic of the week.
1: Uh, Obviously, a lot of topics to to choose from, but I um, would like to ask you, John. Mm. Yes. And I don't know why I am interest, interested in this, but when is the last time you went to a beach?
0: When is the last time I went to a beach? Uh, I know the answer to this, actually. Um, yeah. It would have been
1: like, I'm talking, go to the beach, hang out at the beach, not just like, go like get like get or... in the,
0: like get in the water. Right. Uh, like a full Monty. Right. Not naked. I'm just saying. You know, like bring a beach towel, bring a drink, go jump in the water, splish splash. Right. Um, I would have to say it's been. Um, I think the last time is when we went to uh went to Hawaii actually, cool. and that was uh when was the last time we went to Hawaii? Years, Years ago. Yeah.
1: So it's. Uh, I, how about yourself? So I. I cannot remember the last time I went <laughs> to a beach like that. I can remember maybe, what, 2011,
0: 2012 when I did? well, so you're talking 10 years. Yeah. So, wow.
1: um, yeah, completely unrelated topic of the week. Yeah, that is a good I was thinking about going to a week. beach uh, earlier this week, but um, yeah, so I thought I'd just completely random. Yeah. Question: Do you consider yourself a beach guy? Do you like going to the beach, John?
0: Hmm. I mean, I like going there, but I wouldn't say I'm a in a traditional sense a beach guy. No. 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 So. All right. Anything else with unrelated topic of the week? Uh. No. No. So. All right. Well, uh, reminder everyone: we are on periodically uh, Wednesdays. Uh, Five thirty Pacific, eight thirty Eastern. We're not sure we're going to be on next. Probably in two weeks. Maybe next week we'll have a quick next uh, week. Yeah, yeah. yeah Super Bowl recap. Week, uh,
1: yeah, we'll do uh, next week. Super Bowl wrap up.
0: Yeah, end of the season. You know, kind of, it's officially over. Football's done. Um, so, right. Uh, Rick, any final thoughts before we uh, terminate the show?
1: Uh, tune in next week.
0: Yeah. Um, yeah. My final thought is uh, go Bengals. And uh, I hope Joe Burrow uh, brings one home, and I hope uh, you know the Rams lose. So,
1: <laughs> is that is that just because of uh, are you like anti Los Angeles?
0: Generally speaking, yeah, I, I'm not a fan of the Dodgers. You know, the Lakers. Ugh. Uh, so yeah, I think that kind of falls in line. Right. Right. So.
1: All right. Until next week.
0: Until next week, that's it from the uh, the one nine zero nine six podcast. Uh, As for me and Rick, we are out of here. Have a good week.
1: See ya.